Hello, and welcome back to the 719 Nuggets podcast. This is your Denver Nuggets podcast for week seven. Um, and this week was actually kind of a light week in terms of games, which is a good thing for the Nuggets. The Nuggets have played the most games in the NBA, uh, at least at the time of recording this. I don't know uh, after this week, but I'm pretty sure at the end of this week, the Nuggets have to play the most games. Um, and they only had two games this week. They had one against the Clippers and then one against the Rockets. And the Nuggets lost to the Clippers um, 102 to 111 and then lost to the Rockets uh, 106 to 114. Um, so both these games were a little bit kind of um, a skid in the wrong direction. Nikola Jokic had kind of uncharacteristically bad games. Um, the Rockets game in particular, he missed, I think he was one of 10 in the first half for shooting, which is an efficiency that Nikola Jokic just never has. If you don't know what efficiency is, it's just that how often he makes shots, basically. Um, just he's never that low, you know, it, his field goal percentage that game was 34.6%. So he's making 34.6 of his shots. That is really bad. Really, really bad. The only player who was worse on the Nuggets, I guess there's two, three who were worse on the Nuggets, was Aaron Gordon was really bad at 20%. Reggie Jackson, 25 And Christian Brown, also 25 So the Nuggets all around kind of had a bad game. But Nikola Jokic, you're not winning if he's, you know, 1-10 to 10 in the first half from points. You know, only finishing it with 23 points. That is not a great game for him at all. Even though he's having an amazing season, MVP-type season this year. But this game, this Rockets game, was just kind of a bad omen for how well he was able to play and everything. You know, we the Nuggets go as far as he can go, and he can take the Nuggets very far, and he always does. But, you know, one bad game, you kinda, you're kind of sweating a little bit. Maybe what's going on, what's happening. But there's 82 games in a season, and then 16 wins in a playoff series to win a championship. You don't, you know, you. it's a lot of games to go through. Guys have bad games. Guys just get in a funk. You know, this is a game. Uh, the Rockets game was at home. You know, you want to win those games. You want to win home games. I especially want to beat the Rockets after they beat us twice on the road. We beat them once at home. You want to kind of go even in the series that you play with them. Usually, um, you play a team four times in your conference. Um, so the Nuggets would have played the Rockets four times, and they, if they had won, they would have been tied with the, you know, the regular season record against them. But instead, they're... They've um, they're won one and lost three. That's not really ideal, um, but I wouldn't worry about it um, if you're like nervous about maybe the Rockets are really good or something. They're not really on the same level as the Nuggets. They're just they get up for the games against the Nuggets. They're they're a young team that was last year terrible. This year they're kind of showing something. They're showing some strides. So they. They kind of have a lot to prove, and the team you want to prove it against is always going to be the reigning champs. And you play them four times, you want to beat them, and you want to beat them every time you can because it's a litmus test for yourself of, like, how good are we, you know, this young team? How can we do that? So it's a little bit disappointing to lose the Rockets that many times this year, especially because basically you beat up on them every year after the past couple. But it's a loss. It's a loss. Um, that was actually the most recent game in Game 7, uh, Week 7. Um the first game that happened the week was against the Clippers, and this game was um, the Nuggets special, I guess, the Nuggets recent special, whereas Nikola Jokic and the starters just absolutely have a dominant first quarter, and as they filter in towards the end of the first quarter, um, as they filter out towards the end of the first quarter, the bench comes in, the lead just slowly falls apart, falls and falls and falls and falls, where to a point, just the Nuggets have a massive lead, and then almost nothing. Um, so I'm looking at the game charts right now, 
And, like, you could see the Nuggets at the start of the second quarter had a big 15-point lead. And about halfway through the second quarter, the Clippers had taken the lead. It had went back and forth. and It went back to the Nuggets in the third quarter. By the fourth quarter, the Nuggets had just never had a chance to look at, the, to look at a win there. And that's just, again, a little bit of a slide from the team. You know, this is before the Rockets game, so it was kind of a pre-slide, I guess. This is the slide is starting. You know, Jokic... Again, a really bad free throw percentage, or field goal percentage, 28.1. You know, only 22 points this game. Jamal Murray was back. He, Jamal Murray's been back, in case you weren't realizing that. He's been back. He's been playing a couple games. He's been okay. I think he's still kind of getting up to speed from being mostly gone for so long. I'm not saying, I'm not going to think injured, but just when you're gone for a while, you kind of need to get back up to speed. You know, these guys are playing basketball at a billion miles an hour or so. You know, when you're not really playing anything at a high level, you got to get used to playing that level. So I think he's still getting used to that. But he had 23 points in this Clippers game, a plus two in the box score, plus minus, you know, which is, that's pretty great. But you can't really ask for much for a guy just coming back from injury. But really, I think you, you need to ask a lot from the rest of the team. KCP kind of did nothing this game. He only had three points. I mean, it's kind of... KCP plays a lot of defense. What shows up in the box score, KCP didn't really do much. Um, Aaron Gordon, a couple points, you know, eight points, but, you know, 44% field goal percentage. He's also just not getting to the free throw line. His free throw percentage is really bad right now. He's a big, dominant physical guy. He just needs to get to the rim. Um, and he's just kind of lackadaisical right now. I would say lackadaisical. He's kind of soft right now. He does this a lot throughout the regular season where he's be able to just bully through guys all season if he really, really wanted to. But I think in terms of just, like, he just doesn't want to go through the physicality day in and day out because it's basically, you know, you're just running straight into guys for, you know, every other day basically for, like, five months. You know, you just don't want to do that after a while. So <laughs> I think it, he just kind of takes his own pace with some of that stuff. Um, Michael Moore Jr. had a pretty good game this you know, pretty good game, I guess. Um, you know, 18 points. Shot 87.5% from the field. Um, you know, 80% from three. <laughs> Those are really ridiculous numbers. I mean, he only shot the ball, uh, field goals eight times and threes five times, but still, you know, doing well for that, I guess. Um, I guess for what shows up in the box score. But this game was a lot of just the bench being terrible. Um, coming into the season, that was what was going to be, you know, that was the storyline for the Nuggets. Can the bench not be terrible? Um, and I think right now the bench is about as bad it was, as it was last year. I think slightly worse. That's not great, but it's also not as bad, I think, as it might sound. Because last year the Nuggets won a championship with a pretty pretty bad bench. And basically what happened is the Nuggets took two guys out of the, out of the rotation for the playoffs. And then they only had eight guys in the playoff rotation. So if we're looking at basically the way the Nuggets won a championship last year, we're thinking about it. Well, we need three bench guys. The three bench guys I think that have proven themselves the most are Reggie Jackson, Christian Brown, and Peyton Watson. So I think the Nuggets more or less have a penciled-in playoff lineup right now that are performing and doing well. And that's really, really what is important, I guess, for the season. Um, a lot of people say they don't watch basketball until the playoffs. I love watching basketball. I'll watch every single game I can. Um, so I enjoy a lot of regular season games, but I'm also a little bit of a sick. I, I, I enjoy it a lot. You know, it's a bit of a passion. So I, I can see why people don't really care that much. But when it comes to the playoffs, 
you know, it's important to have the players you want to play. And speaking of Peyton, Peyton Watson, he's actually had a, been playing really well. Um, he had a really bad couple games there um, where he was just, I don't know, it looked like he didn't really know what he was doing. But he's starting to really show his, just his defensive chops and upside where he is just a complete animal at all times on the court. He, I mean, he gets blocks out of nowhere. He gets steals out of nowhere. He's so long. He's so athletic. Really, all he needs to do is just work on his defense, work on his defense, and become an elite defender, one of the best defenders in the league, and then just be okay on offense. Just figure out what spots where he can score, and he'll be a really, really good role player. He'll be a perfect role player for almost any team. Every team needs a guy who knows how to handle the ball on offense, doesn't doesn't shoot out of his own way, doesn't like force it to get his own stuff out there. He just kind of keeps it moving if it's not if it's not his, and then it's just an absolute um, like just tries as hard as he can is an extremely talented defender. A lot of really a lot of teams look for that, especially with Peyton Watson's size. So it's kind of um the Nuggets are in a good position where they have this really enviable player, you know, playing what he is doing. Um and there's just not a lot of guys that are Peyton Watson's size that are able to do what he does in the league. So it's it's really exciting to see, you know, Peyton Watson to see the rest of the season can he become kind of this just put him on Put him on the be- team's best of, uh, best offensive player, and let him guard him for forty, you know, for thirty minutes if he needs to. It just stuff like that. I mean, he's he guarded Kevin Durant really well um, a couple games ago. He's he just he's got a lot of guys that he can guard. There's not a lot of guys that he just you know that isn't a defensive matchup for him. Like KCP can guard specific types of guards. You know, he he like he can only guard specific types of guards. He can't guard almost everything, right? KCP's too small to guard, like, a LeBron James-sized person or a Kevin Durant-sized person. You know, a Peyton, uh, not Peyton, Christian Brown's the same way. Like, Christian Brown is not the fastest guy in the world, so he gets beat by smaller, fast guards. But bigger guards, he's able to stay with really quick, really well. So, like, um, Paul George is, like, a guy I think that Christian Brown could potentially, like, guard well. Um, you know, guys like that. But Peyton Watson is a guy that, like, just his size and his speed, he can guard a lot more guys than you think. Similar to um, in Aaron Gordon, um, Aaron Gordon's very big, and, like, he's got a lot of, like, bulk on him. So he doesn't, he's kind of slow. He can't really guard super, super fast guys. But he is able to, like, guard quite a bit of range because he is pretty athletic and able to keep up with a lot of those guys. Um, yeah, well, that's really it for the, this week. This week was really short. Um, I had to record the episode kind of late, kind of busy right now with just doing everything. But, you know, I got an episode out. Uh, there should be an episode next week and, you know, continue to go on. Oh, there's one other note. Actually, the in-season tournament, the inaugural in-season tournament was won by the Lakers. So just remember that. I guess the Lakers had a really, really great showing. Um, really, really looked pretty good. Um, I've had the Lakers in mind as being a, a team that could make it to the finals. Um all season, but after this, it kind of solidified that, where, like, the Lakers are pretty legit. They can, in a series, probably take anyone, um, if they really put their mind to it, and if they have the energy and everything, um, I guess except the Nuggets. The Nuggets kind of, they swept them, so, you <laughs> know, what are you going to do about that? Um, the team that the Lakers beat was the Pacers, though, and they're kind of a really, the story of the league right now. Um, a team that no one really expected to be in the spot they're in, and they made it all the way to the finals for the in-season tournament, which is really neat, and also... Bruce Brown ended up going there, so 
you know, good for Bruce Brown to take a team, you know, to play on a team that goes, you know, continues to win stuff. Maybe he's just a part of a winning culture, I guess. No. Um, yeah, but overall, that's it. Thank you.